With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability explicit or implied shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. I can only imagine what my eyes will see when your face is before me. I can only imagine. Good Wednesday morning, my friends. How are you? Welcome to Anger 911. I am your host, Janet Pfeiffer, and I am the Peace Alchemist. And thank you so much for tuning in this morning. I'm so excited. I have a really interesting show today. We're going to be talking about your right or not to be angry. Hmm, sounds interesting, doesn't it? Well, it's always interesting, right? That's why you tune into my show each week. So stay tuned because I have some really interesting concepts to share with you today. But as always, we have a little bit of business to take care of. So hang tight, grab a cup of coffee, get yourself a bagel or a donut or whatever else you want. Make yourself comfortable and we'll get started in just a few minutes. Today's show is brought to you by Pfeiffer Power Seminars. We are your premier resource for all of your interpersonal training needs. We are leaders in the field of anger management, conflict resolution, emotional wellness, and relationships. And we've been providing innovative workshops to businesses, schools, churches, and wellness centers for over 20 years. When anger and conflict are the problem, we are the solution. So visit us at PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. That's P-F-E-I-F-F. E-R, Pfeiffer, PowerSeminars.com, or give us a call at 973-697-1904. That's 973-697-1904. Are you struggling with personal issues? Are you seeking greater clarity about your life, relationships, and career choice? Do you desire more joy, a healthier relationship, inner peace, and a deeper relationship with God? Well, all of these are possible today. I'm Janet Pfeiffer, a spiritual life coach with nearly 30 years of experience and thousands of clients just like you who have found healing, hope, peace, and lasting joy in a very short period of time. My sessions are relaxed, they're life-affirming, practical, and compassionate. So call today for an appointment. I can meet with you in person or by phone or Skype any place in the country. Give me a call today at 973-697-1904. That's 973-697-1904. And if your business doesn't have a website yet, you are losing businesses. 
Businesses need websites to advertise and grow. And if your nephew designed the site, it is time for an upgrade. Either way, Bellamy Tech offers professional web design and maintenance at super affordable prices. So whether you want a simple one-page design, the four-page Business Express, or the full-blown professional presence, Bellamy Tech is your premier choice in web design and maintenance. So give Amy a call at 973-459-2791. That's 973-459-2791. Or you can check her out at bellamytech.com. That's B-E-L-L-A-M-Y, bellamytech.com. She's my web designer and maintenance person, and she does a fabulous, fabulous design. And she's so easy. Uh, she's so easy to work with, and really, really affordable to uh, to design and maintain your websites as well. And if you would like to advertise your business product or services on my show, this is the place to do it. You know, Anger Nine One One is hosted by one of the leaders in internet radio, W Four Cy dot com, and we are globally syndicated on Clear Channel iHeart Radio, which means that we broadcast in one hundred and ninety five countries worldwide to a total listener base of over fifty five million people. That's an awful lot of potential new clients, isn't it? I hope you're prepared to handle the influx of new business, but we also cater to small businesses. You know, I know that small businesses don't have a budget to advertise, and if you don't advertise, people don't know that you're out there, so how can you grow? So if you'd like to advertise on my show, send me an email today at janet at anger911.net, and I will send you our current rates. And if you would like to have your own radio show, maybe that's something that you've always dreamed of doing, or maybe you just thought of it now as I'm mentioning it, but either way, dream no more. Dreams can become a reality, and W4CY.com makes your dreams possible. They make it so easy and so affordable for you to have your own show. And you know what what researchers tell us? That people do business with people that they know and trust. It's not just about what you're selling or what service you're providing. We like to do people who we know personally and we feel that we can trust them. And what better way to develop a relationship with your potential clients than by hosting your own show? Not only are you pitching your product product or services, but you're letting people know who you are, what matters to you, and how you can assist them in making their life better in some area. So if that sounds like something that appeals to you, then get in touch with me today and I will give you all of the details on that as well. And I would like to encourage you that while you're on my website, PfeifferPowerSeminars.com, pick up your copies, copies, not just one, get a couple, of The Great Truth, Shattering Life's Most Insidious Lies That Sabotage Your Happiness, Along with the Revelation of Life's Soul Purpose, and The Secret Side of Anger. Both of these books are so easy to read. They're so simple. They're so practical. And the focus of both of these is to bring you to a place of inner peace and serenity. You know, people think that when you have your health, you have everything. But we all know healthy people who are miserable. When you have inner peace, you have everything that you need. So pick up your copies today. Pick up some for yourself and use them as gifts as well. Believe me, people don't need, you know, an extra sweater or a box of chocolate. Well, okay, the box of chocolate, yes. <laughs> the extra sweater, not so much. But what they do need is a, a path to show them how to find more peace in their life. And both of these books will do that for them. Okay, let's get right to today's show. You're right or not to be angry. Now, I don't know about you, but I hate it when people tell me how to feel, you know, and we all have people like that in our life. I'm sure that every one of you have had someone who has said to you, oh, oh, don't feel that way or don't get angry. Don't be upset. You know, you shouldn't feel the way that you do. It seems that people think that they know best how we should or shouldn't feel. You know, it's like they can get inside of us. It's like people are always telling us what to do also, aren't they? <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, you should do this or you shouldn't do that or you should never have said that. You should feel this way. So people seem to think that they know what is best for us. And honestly, I think that it comes from good intentions. I really do think that they that they mean well. 
However, nobody really knows what is best for us. But I find it really, (laughs) I don't know, maybe just because it's been happening my entire life. I really get tired of people telling me what to feel. The other night I was on the phone with a friend of mine and she had to talk to me about something sensitive and she prefaced our conversation with, now promise you won't get mad at me for saying this. (laughs) I thought, really? So I responded to her really in just in a humorous way. And I said, well, if I can't be upset with you, then who can I be upset with? Give me a name. (laughs) All right. Because I don't want to take out my anger or frustration on you. Um, but, and of course I was kidding, you know, I don't take my anger out on, on other people, but I thought it was kind of curious, like, why are you going to tell me something and then tell me not to be upset about it before you even say what it is you have to say? So I was thinking about it and I was, I was asking myself, why do we do that? Because we all do it. And I think I've probably have done it as well. And I found that very often when others tell us how to feel or not to feel, it's because our emotions make them feel uncomfortable. Think about it for a minute. Now, I'm, I'm going to use the example of my kids because I know that when my kids are hurting, it really tears me apart. I, I feel tortured when I see my kids suffering, even if they're just stressed out over something, you know, trying to work and take care of a home and a family or go to school while you're holding down a full-time job. I see my kids stressed out and it distresses me because I want to alleviate their suffering. And I feel as though I don't have the ability to do that. And I don't even have a right. I mean, when people go through difficult periods in their life, it's for their own personal growth. So I don't have a right to interfere with that. But very often when we tell people not to feel a certain way or to feel a different way, it's because it's more about us than it is really about them. It's because our emotions, you know, make or when they tell us not to feel a certain way, it's because How we feel makes them feel uncomfortable. And the same thing, if I'm telling somebody not to be angry or not to be upset or not to be sad, don't we tell that people that all the time? Somebody, you know, loses their job or or loses a loved one and we say, oh, well, you know, don't be sad. I mean, you know, your dad lived to a, a good old age. He had a good life, you know, so don't be sad about it or don't be sad when your dog dies. I mean, that's that's really impossible to expect of of people, but it's because we feel uncomfortable and we're trying to alleviate our own discomfort. So sometimes, you know, like I said, if, if, if the other person is distressed, it may cause me to feel sad. And then I was thinking about, you know, in our own personal relationships, how many times, let's say with, with a married couple, a spouse gets angry with their partner. And we tell them, oh, you know, don't, don't be angry with me. Please don't be angry with me. Why do we do that? Well, there's always a concern that maybe my partner may act out their anger. All right. They may verbally lash out at me. They may physically assault me. Or maybe their anger might become intense enough that it may cause them to leave. All right. So, again, there's that concern for myself. How is my partner's anger going to impact me? So very often when we tell people not to feel what they're feeling, it's because we need to make others feel better so that we can make ourselves feel better. It often is about alleviating our own uncomfortable feelings. You know, my feelings of fear, my feelings of sadness, my feelings of powerlessness over the situation that you're going through. So that's one of the reasons why people tell us not to feel the way that we do. But then there's another component to this as well. Sometimes we worry that the other person's anger may cause them to behave in a manner that is detrimental to their safety or well-being. You know, if a person gets angry enough, that anger can very often get them into trouble. All right. They can act out. They can take their anger out on somebody else. It can escalate into a physical altercation. And we've seen, I saw so much of that. I can't even begin to tell you when I worked at the battered women's shelter, these women grew up in a culture where physical altercations were just a normal part of their day-to-day experience. They thought nothing about punching someone or physically assaulting someone. I mean, the verbal stuff was just nonstop. 
But if their anger escalated enough and it did not take much, they would go after the other person and physically assault them. And it didn't matter who that person was or what they said. It was just if their anger was triggered, this is the way they responded to it. So part of my role was to help them to calm down. Now, I never said to them, don't feel angry, but I would tell them to calm down, which in essence is the same thing. It's like, all right, exchange your anger for a feeling of calm because I didn't want that anger to escalate to the point where they had the potential to hurt somebody else and also do damage to themselves. They could be be physically uh, injured, but they're also at risk now for maybe the other person pressing charges against them. Now it becomes a whole legal issue. So sometimes we tell people or we ask people to change how they feel. Don't be angry because we're concerned that they may act out that emotion and put themselves or somebody else at risk. You know, I mean, that happens all the time. We see there was just an article in the paper the other day of two young people. This was just so tragic. Two young people that were in a bar. They didn't even know each other. And they got into a verbal altercation about something. And the one kid pushed the other kid or, or punched him or something. And the kid died. A young man who died because somebody's anger was out of control. So it's not uncommon for people, especially when they see that there's the potential for, for bodily harm, to ask the other person to stop being angry. And then, of course, there are issues. Of, there are health issues. You know, we know now that from medical research, anger, if it's explosive, it's, if, it, if it's out of control, even if it's repressed anger, acts you know, uh, against the human body, all right? It can lead to all types of medical issues. Anger, if it's out of control, you know, that, that explosive anger can lead to blood clots to the heart. We know that anger can increase your blood pressure. It can lead to headaches or ulcers or upset stomachs, and it can lead to a whole host of other issues. I've had two serious, and I'm not talking life-threatening, but two serious medical issues in my life, both required surgery, the only surgery that I've ever had, and both with the direct result of my own anger. Anger that I suppressed, even though I was aware of it, I was not in the place where I was willing to let it go, work through it and process it and then heal from it. I chose to hang on to it and it, it had a very, very harmful effect on my body. So sometimes we tell people not to be angry because we're concerned about their physical level of health as well. So, but here's the thing. As much as we show concern for others, even though we're, we're directing the request at the other person not to feel angry. Our comments really are a portal to what's occurring deep within ourselves. And it's not necessarily about the other person. It may not have anything at all to do with them. I may not care whether you get yourself in trouble or not, but maybe I feel uncomfortable in that situation. So my request then for you to change how you are feeling, don't be angry, stop being angry, don't be upset is very often a, a reflection of what's going on inside of me and how I'm feeling. So, and, and you know what, that even occurs, I mean, it, we're not just talking about anger. We, it doesn't matter what emotions are. How many times do we tell people, well, you know, you should be happy. You know, look at the wonderful life you have. You have a nice home. You have a good family. You have a great job. You know, you should be happy. There's no reason why you should be depressed. Right. Don't we go into that, too? <laughs> and then, of course, then we tell people that they should be happy for us. You know, it's like, well, how come you're not happy for me? I'm getting married. Well, because I don't like the person that you're marrying. He's a real jerk, you know, and I or, you know, you're marrying somebody who was cheating on his wife and he left her for you. And now so I'm not happy for you. And then but we tell people that they should be happy for us. You know, or you should be grateful that, you know, do you ever have somebody, and I hear stories like this all the time, especially when I read those self-help columns, you know, Dear Abby and stuff. There's always somebody complaining about, 
oh, you know, every time my mother comes to my house, you know, she's got to just take over and she starts doing things without even asking me things that I don't want her to do. And then she gets mad at me because I, I complain about what she's doing. And she'll say things like, well, geez, I thought you'd be grateful because I, I cleaned up your house. It was such a mess. Or you should appreciate the fact that, you know, I, I cooked your meals or I did your laundry or I, I balanced your checkbook or I disciplined your kids for you. You know, we have people sometimes who come into our lives and kind of take over for us. And then when we resent or don't appreciate what they've done, they get angry with us, you know, and they tell us that, you know, you should feel, you should feel happy. You should feel grateful to me, or you should appreciate me for what I've just done. So, well, I just want you to be aware of this. Okay. Because very often, and and you know me, it's always about looking at yourself first. Am I someone who is telling other people how to feel? Am I the one who is telling you not to be angry, not to be upset? Don't be hurt. Don't be frustrated. What is the real reason why I'm telling you that? And do I even have a right to tell you that? Well, we'll get into that a little bit later. But Hang on, because we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we will be right back for more of today's show. Today's show is brought to you by Pfeiffer Power Seminars. We are your premier resource for all of your interpersonal training needs. We are leaders in the field of anger management, conflict resolution, emotional wellness, and relationships. And we've been providing innovative workshops to businesses, schools, churches, and wellness centers for over 20 years. When anger and conflict are the problem, we are the solution. So visit us at PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. That's P-F-E-I-F-F-E-R, PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. Or call us at 970 973-697-1904. That's 973-697-1904. Are you in foreclosure or behind on your payment? Tired of tenants and toilets? Home Investment Partners are real estate investors who make cash home purchases in the central New Jersey area, offering no-hassle quick sales. Visit our website today at homeinvestmentpartners.net. That's homeinvestmentpartners.net. And if you would like to advertise your business product or services on my show, give send me an email today at Janet at Anger911.net. You know, this show is broadcast by one of the leaders in internet radio, W4CY.com. And we're also globally syndicated on Clear Channel iHeartRadio, which means that we broadcast in 195 countries worldwide to a total listener base of over 55 million people. And our rates are so competitive. They're so affordable because I cater to small businesses who don't have a budget for advertising. So this is the place. If you want to grow your business, I'm telling you, take advantage of my low rates now because they will be going up shortly. You know, nothing stays low forever, does it? (laughs) So if you'd like to advertise on my show, uh, send me an email today at Janet at Anger911.net. And if you would like to host your own radio show, I'll tell you, I'm in my fourth year now of hosting Anger911 on W4CY.com, and I cannot imagine not doing this. I absolutely love the people. I, I, I love the owner of the station. I love my engineer. Everybody that I deal with at W4CY is just so professional. They are wonderful people and they make it so affordable and so easy for you to have your own show. I couldn't do this without them. And I, I, I would never even consider hosting my show on any other network other than W4CY. So if that's something that appeals to you, again, send me an email or you can call me at 973-697-1904 and I'll give you all of the details on that as well. And I want to remind you that when you're on my website, FifferPowerSeminars.com, to pick up your copies of The Secret Side of Anger and my latest book, The Great Truth. Pick up extra copies. You know, there are lots of holidays coming up. There's Father's Day, there's birthdays, anniversaries, you know, Christmas, all kinds of holidays. Books make wonderful gifts. And these books are should be right at the top of your list. Okay. So pick up your copies today on my website, or you can pick them up on Amazon or any of the major booksellers as well. And I'd like to invite you to follow me on all of the social media sites, uh, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus. I don't know. I think that's it. (laughs) Anyhow, I'm very, very active on those sites. And I really just love interacting with all of you. So thank you so much 
for following me on those sites. And don't forget, if you miss the live show, don't worry about it because all of my shows are archived on iHeartRadio.com. Just go to iHeartRadio.com and search for Anger 911. And you can listen to any of my shows that have previously aired. And I'm so super excited to announce that I now have another show also hosted by W4CY. And it's called Between You and God. And these are just three to five minute shows that will be posted on the iHeart website. They should be debuting within the next week. So keep your eyes and ears open for that. Um, but these, uh, this particular show is really focuses on all issues of spirituality and really strengthening your relationship with God because your life really is an experience between you and God. So check that out. And let's see. Uh, don't forget when you're on my website to check out my calendar of events. I will be updating that this week. I have lots and lots and lots of classes that I'll be teaching in the fall that are open to the general public. So you definitely want to check that out. Just scroll down to the bottom of my homepage and click on calendar of events. <laughs> How easy is that? And before we get back into today's show, you know, I have added a new segment called Funny Bones. Where people have, I, I've been, I've been getting some really good stuff. Let me tell you, thank you so much to all of you who have been sending in your contributions, little, uh, you know, short anecdotes, you know, riddles, jokes, funny personal stories, anything short and clean. <laughs> um, please send it to me at Janet at Anger Nine One One dot net, and I will read it. If I, if I like it, if it makes me laugh, I will read it on air. Don't forget to include your name and the state that you live in. And so I have two short little clips today from Jen W. in Moss Point, Minnesota. Moss Point, Minnesota. Never heard of it, but it sounds kind of cool. So, Jen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ed, that the next time somebody comments on your weight, you know, we're all a little sensitive about our weight, aren't we? But the next time somebody comments on your weight, you can respond by saying to them, you know, heat expands things. So I don't really have a weight problem. I'm just super hot. <laughs> I love that. What a cool response, isn't it? Especially if somebody says, oh, have you put on some weight or you need to lose some weight? Tell them you don't. Tell them that heat just expands things and you are super hot. Love that one. And here's the second uh, contribution by Jen. She says that a recent study showed that women who carry a little extra weight actually live longer than the men who mention it. <laughs> I love that. So, guys, you want to live long? Don't mention a woman's weight to her unless if you want to tell her that she really looks super hot. <laughs> Okay, thank you so much, Jen, and thank you all for your contributions that you have been sending in. All right, let's get back to today's show, Your Right or Not to Be Angry. Okay, so we talked about uh, people who tell us not to be angry or who recommend that we don't be angry, and it just seems like people seem to believe that they know what is best for us to feel. But then there, you know, and why do people do that? Remember, I mentioned that very often, I, I do believe people have our best interest at heart, but very often it's not even about us. It's about our feelings making them feel uncomfortable. So in order for them to feel more comfortable, we have to resolve our issues. If we stop being angry, then they won't be worried or, or concerned or upset, if we calm down, then it kind of soothes their anxiety as well. But then there are people who really become indignant regarding the other person's rage. And they may say things like, you know, don't you dare be angry with me. This was all your fault. Have you ever had that happen? 
you know, somebody, you get angry and upset with somebody and then they turn it on you. It's like, how dare you be angry with me? This is all your fault. Or they'll say something like, you have no right to be angry with me. Not after all I've done for you. I've heard comments like that. I've heard that between people. Honestly, don't remember anybody saying that to me, nor do I remember saying that to anybody else. But it, it, those are statements that I have heard, you know, occur between two people. So why do people say things like that? You know, very often the comments that we make to others are a means of deflection. All right. We want to get the attention and focus off of ourselves and maybe what we have done or have failed to do that was inappropriate. We want to deflect it back onto the other person. So I may not want to take responsibility for my own actions. And so by me making a statement such as, don't you dare be angry with me. This is all your fault. Or how dare you be angry with me after all I've done for you. This may be an attempt for me to manipulate you with either accusatory or humiliating or shaming statements. I want you to be aware of that, okay? Because people very often, rather than being straightforward with us, will resort to manipulative tactics. Sarcasm is manipulative. Passive-aggressive behavior is manipulative. Aggression is manipulative. People are trying to coerce us into being a certain way or behaving a certain way or complying with the way they want us to behave rather than look at themselves and take ownership for their role in whatever is not working, right? So here's an example. Imagine, and I think, you know, any of us who are parents, well, even if we're not parents, we were kids at one time. <laughs> did you, when you were a kid, did you ever break something that, you know, belonged to your parents, maybe that had value to them and they got really angry and upset with you? You know, I remember, oh my God, I remember one time when I was a kid and I was drying the dishes because we didn't have, you know, I don't know if there were dishwashers back then in the Stone Age, but we didn't have a dishwasher. So my mom washed the dishes and we had to take turns drying them. And I remember one night I was drying the dishes and I, I broke her gravy boat. You know, that's when we had gravy boats. We had all these matching pieces to our china. And I broke her gravy boat and I was so upset. And I mean, my mom wasn't the type to yell or scream. And, you know, she was, I, I could see she wasn't happy that I broke it, but she, you know, didn't reprimand me at all. She just told me to be careful. And then like, <laughs> I swear not two minutes later, I break another dish. I don't know. Maybe I was so upset that I had broken something that she couldn't replace. This was not something you could go out and replace. And even if she could, I doubt that she was able to afford it. But maybe I was just so upset that I just wasn't paying attention and I broke a second dish like within a matter of minutes. But we've all had that experience. You know, I remember um, one of my kids breaking a good lamp that I had, and it was something that I had had custom made, and yeah, I could go back and have somebody make it again if I really wanted to, but it, it was expensive the first time, and I, at, at that point, I guess I had had it long enough that I really didn't care about getting it replaced. I wasn't interested in spending the money. But how many times, you know, do we see somebody, let's say we're in somebody's home and we see a child do something like that. Maybe they break a lamp that belong to their, uh, you know, parents and the mother gets really, really upset and enraged over that. Um, very often what we do is then we, we try to get that mother to calm down. You know, don't be angry with your child. Come on. It's only a lamp. You know, it's not like anybody got hurt. You know, it can be replaced. And so we try to find a way of getting that parent to calm down by finding rational uh, reasons why that parent should not be angry. The problem with that is that the parent feels justified because maybe they had told that child over and over and over again, you know, no throwing balls in the house. Don't get rough or don't get wild when you're playing in the house. In fact, don't even play in the living room. You know, your kids play in your bedroom or you play outside, but don't go in the living room. That's not a place for you kids to be playing around. So the parent then feels justified in their anger, but maybe the, the person observing all of this doesn't realize that. They're just trying to get the parent to calm down. You know, but here's what happens. The, what the other person is actually doing is diminishing the parent's 
feelings rather than trying to understand them and or validating them. So I could say something to the parent like, wow, yeah, I, I could see why you would be upset. You know, that lamp belonged to your grandmother. I mean, that's been handed down in the family and that's something that's priceless. It cannot ever be replaced. And I can understand, you know, it's so frustrating when you tell your children not to do something or to behave in a certain way and you tell them a gazillion times and still they don't listen. And then, of course, something happens like this. So you can validate that parent's experience, validate their feelings, and then allow them to decide for themselves if and when they choose to calm down. Now, that's not to say that if I see that parent maybe go after that child and I think that that child, uh, you know, might be at risk, maybe that parent is so enraged that there's a possibility that that parent could harm the child, I can certainly intervene. But I'm, I'm not telling the parent how to feel. By understanding their position and validating it, very often that alone will help that individual to calm down. All right, does that make sense to you? All right, so I can say something like, you know, I can understand why you're upset. After all, you know, this is not something that can be replaced. And, you know, my gosh, it certainly is reasonable that a parent would get frustrated telling a child something over and over again and then not having them you know, respect that parent's um, directives. So rather than, you know, trying to shame or humiliate that parent or tell them how to feel or how they shouldn't feel, just try to understand and validate their position. All right. Now, the other thing that I want to mention, too, is that it's really important that you always consider the consequences of your anger. Right? I never tell people not to be angry because anger is a normal and useful emotion. All feelings have purpose and value, but it's also a very, very, very powerful emotion, and it has the potential to cause significant harm if it's channeled incorrectly. As I mentioned before, we can see how anger can lead to possible medical issues. It can also cause uh, damage within our relationships. People have damaged personal property when they have been angry. And it can also, in extreme cases, lead to criminal charges. You know, if you attack somebody, you know, regardless of how angry you are with that person, there's no legal justification for ever putting your hands on another person. So that individual has every right then to press charges. All right. So, It's important when you become angry to think about the possible consequences of that anger. And is it worth it? Is it really worth it to you? You know, I was trained as a child not to get angry. I can think back to when I was a little girl and I can't even tell you how many times I heard people tell me not to be angry. Don't be angry. It's a sin. I was told that it was a sin. And then I heard things like nice people don't get angry or people won't like you if you're angry. So I had all these misunderstandings about anger, but I had a real fear of ever feeling it or even worse, ever expressing it. So I learned at a very early age to suppress and even deny my own true feelings. And I will tell you, at the age of 33, when my marriage ended, I developed an eating disorder. And eating disorders are not about food. They're all about feelings. It's about all the suppressed feelings that we've never been able to express. And I know that it was directly related to the way I was raised and taught about not just anger. I was not allowed to express any type of quote unquote negative feeling. Now, I don't believe that feelings are negative. Feelings just are what they are. It's what you do with them that determines whether or not they're a positive force in your life or a negative one. But I was never allowed to express any of those emotions that appeared to be negative. You know, fear, jealousy, insecurity, none of that. I was, I, and in my book, The Secret Side of Anger, I say that when I was a kid, I was allowed to express two emotions, happy and happy. That was it. Nothing else. <laughs> Anything outside that box was prohibited. So, Here's the thing that I learned about emotions is that all of them, even anger, are useful and they all serve a purpose. They function as messengers of our wounded self. 
And the question that we need to be asking us when we get angry is, what needs to heal within me? Why am I reacting to this particular situation with anger? Why is it bringing up anger inside of me instead of another feeling? So what is it within me that needs to heal? No emotions are good or bad. They're not right or wrong. It's the way in which we choose to express them and use them that ultimately determines their value. So keep what I want you to keep in mind is that, of course, but that you also have certain rights and what I call not rights in regards to anger. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then I'm going to come back and share with you your rights and your not rights. Today's show is brought to you by Pfeiffer Power Seminars. We are your premier resource for all of your interpersonal training needs. We are leaders in the field of anger management, conflict resolution, emotional wellness, and relationships. And we've been providing innovative workshops to businesses, schools, churches, and wellness centers for over 20 years. When anger and conflict are the problem, we are the solution. So visit us at PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. That's P-F-E-I-F-F-E-R, PfeifferPowerSeminars.com. Or call us at 973-696. 1904. That's 973-697-1904. Michael J. DiNardo has been amazing audiences for four decades with his vocal genius. His seasoned voice has been heard from the Las Vegas casinos to Atlantic City. Michael has appeared in the movie Wise Guys with Danny DeVito and has recorded dozens of songs available on CD. Michael is available for birthdays, weddings, anniversaries, birthday parties, corporate events, or any other event that you want to make a memorable one. So visit JerseySinger.com. That's JerseySinger.com. Or you can listen to Michael on YouTube. Just search for Michael J. DiNardo. That's D-I-N-A-R-D-O, Michael J. DiNardo. And if you want to listen to Michael in person, he performs every Saturday night at Provesi Restaurant in Morristown, New Jersey at 8 p.m. If you want more information, call Provesi Restaurant at 973-993-1944. And actually, I'm going to see Michael this Saturday night at Provesi. Oops, if he's listening. <laughs> I don't want him to know. I'm going to surprise him. But hopefully I'm going to have a big crowd of people because we're all fans of Michael. So check him out on YouTube. And while you're on YouTube, don't forget to check out my first music video as well. Just search for Janet Pfeiffer, God's Way. And you will hear a rendition of a Frank Sinatra classic where I rewrote the lyrics that fully express how I choose to live my life. And I also want to invite you all to check out my blog after today's show. Just go to anger911.net and all of today's highlights will be posted up on my blog. Don't forget also to pick up your copies of The Secret Side of Anger and The Great Truth. Pick up extra copies so that you can hand them out to all of your friends. And if you want to advertise your business product or services on my show, send me an email today at Janet at Anger911.net and I will give you our current rates. And let's see, I think that's it. Oh, and how could I forget this, right? I just want to remind you too about my new show, Between You and God. It should be debuting within the next week, so stay tuned. It will also be available on iHeartRadio.com where you can catch all of the uh, reruns of Anger 911, but now you will also be able to listen to my new show, Between You and God. So I'll have more details um, hopefully by next week. All right, let's get back to today's show. You're right or not to be angry. So what I wouldn't want to share with you right now are your rights concerning anger, right? Number one, you have a right to whatever emotion you choose to experience. No one has a right to ever tell you how to feel. So you have a right to be angry. If that's what you want to feel, if that's what you feel is appropriate for the situation that you're in, then go ahead. You have a right to feel anger. You also have a right to express your anger with the appropriate parties in a respectful and proper manner. All right? That means that you have a right to express how you feel, but it must be done always with respect and in a proper way, right? You don't have a right to just rip somebody to pieces with your anger. You don't get to verbally assault them or make false accusations or physically attack them. 
but you do have a right to let people know how you feel and why you feel the way that you do. You also have a right to protect yourself from somebody else's improper, unacceptable, unkind, or rude comments or behavior. So if somebody is mistreating you, if somebody is taking out their anger or their frustration or their unhappiness on you, you do not have to accept that. You have a right to set limits and boundaries with them. You have a right to be treated with dignity and respect. They have a right to be angry. You have a right not to be the target of that anger. If they're angry with you, they can express it, but it must be done in an appropriate way. All right. You also have a right to heal your anger and live in joy. You don't have to be held captive to your anger. Something that happened 10 years ago, you don't still have to be angry and upset about it. You have a right to heal from that. God does not want you to be angry and miserable for any portion of your life. So understand that you have a right to heal that and let go of that and experience peace and joy. All right. Those are your rights to be angry. Your not rights are these. You have no right to ever use your anger in a hurtful or destructive way, either against someone else or yourself or to damage personal property. So in that same regard, you actually don't even have a right to hold on to or suppress your own anger because that can be detrimental to you as well. You're actually harming yourself. Even if you don't develop any medical issues from holding on to anger, what are you doing to yourself emotionally? You cannot be joyful. You cannot be enthusiastic or hopeful. You cannot experience life as it's meant to be experienced because you're too busy being kicked off at someone. All right, so do you have a right to be angry? Yes, but you don't have a right to use that anger in a hurtful or disrespectful or destructive way against anyone, including yourself. And you do not have a right to tell other people how to feel or not feel. It is not up to you to determine what experience that individual should have. When we tell people not to feel a certain way, we're not acknowledging their emotions. They, people have a right. You know, if they want to be miserable, I mean, yeah, you can choose to be miserable if you want to. But I don't have a right to interfere with your experience. I can express my concern, but I do not have a right to tell you how you should or should not feel. That's none of my business. Your experience is between you and God. You get to decide for that. You get to decide that for yourself. You're an adult. You can make your own choices. You know the consequences of your choice. It's entirely up to you. So there you have it. The haves and the have-nots. But the real question that we need to be asking ourselves is not do I have a right to be angry. The real question becomes does being angry serve me well? And does it serve those around me well? Sometimes the answer to that is yes. Sometimes we need to be angry because we can take that anger and channel it for something constructive. I, I look at, I, well, I look at myself, but I look at other people around me who have become good and angry over something. And rather than using it destructively, you know, it's like, I, I'm, I'm so tired of people taking advantage of me. This is not fair. This is not the way that I was intended to live my life. That's it. I'm done. I'm not letting people abuse me anymore. I'm going to stand up for my rights. So I can take that anger and I can channel it to make certain that I'm being treated with the respect that I deserve. And again, to do that in a respectful way, to do it in an appropriate way, not by lashing out at people or threatening them or accusing them of anything. It's about learning to become assertive and standing up and making certain that people treat me with the respect that I deserve. So you see how you can take that anger? Sometimes anger serves you well. Right? Sometimes it doesn't. But that's the real question here. Not do I have a right to be angry, but does being angry at this moment serve a purpose? Does it serve me well? And does it help those around me also? 
right? That's what we have to be considering. So is anger truly what you want to feel? Would you rather experience joy or happiness or stillness or inner peace? Would you rather feel enthusiasm and hope? Now, here's the thing about the human mind. It can only process one emotion at a time. So you have to carefully choose the one that serves, uh, serves you best. Because if you're angry, you are not joyful. If you're stressed out, you're not at peace. If you're worried, you're not living in faith. So choose your emotions wisely. Again, if you want to be angry, that is your personal choice. And in that regard, you have every right. Oh, gosh, we are just about out of time as we always are. <laughs> I'm telling you, this 50 minutes just flies past. I just want to thank you so much for spending this time with me today. As always, it's such a joy and pleasure to be able to share my knowledge and my understanding and my experiences with you. And I really hope and pray that what I share with you has value to you, that you can take it and apply it in your own life so that your life can become more enriched. You know, this material is not my own. Everything that comes out of my mouth that is brilliant comes from God. I always tell people it all belongs to him, except for the stupid stuff that I take full ownership for. So I hope that I've shared with you some wisdom, some real knowledge, some words of value that you can apply in your life to have the kind of life that you so rightfully deserve. And as always, I just want to uh, end today's show with one inspiring message that I hope you will think about over the upcoming week, and that is that we cannot be a world at peace until we are first a people of peace. Choose peace as your way of life. It really is a much more wonderful place to live. So again, thank you so much for spending this time with me. Have a peaceful, beautiful, blessed week, and I'll see you back here next Wednesday, same time. Bye-bye. Standing in the sun. I can only imagine when all I would do is forever. Worship you, I can only imagine, yeah. I can only imagine. Surrounded by your glory, one will my heart feel. Will I dance for you, Jesus? Or in all of you be still? Will I stand in your presence? To my knees and will I